Good morning, my brothers and sisters. Welcome to episode number 27 in the book of Revelation. I'm going to title today, I have stacks of Oreos. I'm going to tell a little story at the end. Uh, try to put some teaching on this. This is chapter 5 of Revelation. It's about the scroll and the lamb and a lion. Listen in here. This is from chapter 5. This is John in heaven. He's in the throne room and something happens here. Listen to this. Then I saw in the right hand of him who was seated on the throne, the Father, a scroll written within and on the back, sealed with seven seals. And I saw a mighty angel proclaiming with a loud voice, Who is worthy to open the scroll and break its seals? Question mark. And no one in heaven or on earth or under the earth was able to open the scroll or to look into it. And I began to weep loudly because no one was found worthy to open the scroll or look into it. And one of the elders said to me, weep no more. Behold, the lion of the tribe of Judah, the root of David has conquered so that he can open the scroll and its seven seals. All right, let me stop there. So this is uh, a scroll is introduced now in the hand of the Father, written on both sides, perhaps with some details inside and the summary on the outside of it. Maybe it's the covenant. Maybe it's the covenant curses that are supposed to be enacted. Maybe it's the consequences of rebellion, but it's this uh, plans and purposes and providence of history that has to come forth. And it's sealed with seven seals, so it's prevented from full disclosure, but he knows enough about it. And it's maybe temporarily thwarted from enactment because no one seems to be uh, worthy to open it. So it's perhaps holy and untouchable, but he knows that it's important and there's this agenda of God and still being held with God. And so even the mighty angel inquires, you know, who's worthy to open this? Who might have permission to open it? And it required, and John seemed to understand this, a worthy opener. And not just anybody was qualified for this. In fact, nobody in heaven that had been introduced yet in the 24 thrones surrounding the, the main throne or angels or these four creatures and nobody on earth, certainly, and nobody below the earth. Um, and John's response here is that he knows this is important and essential and maybe the one needful thing, and he weeps, and he does more than just cry. It means wailing and lamenting, more than just shedding of tears, but also every external expression of grief. So John is turned upside down, understandably so, and accurately so, that he understood enough of the problem to know that no one introduced yet so far was an answer to the problem. And so God shows through this kind of dramatic frustration that John has that that we are unable to help ourselves. We are needful and we don't see any way that it can be met. The question is one of the best questions in all of scripture. Who is worthy to open the scroll and enact this future justice and bring history to a close? Uh, John knows enough that it's about ransoming of people. Well, here in, in verse 5, we get one of the big answers, which is the lion of the tribe of Judah. Now, it's not every day that Jesus is referred to as a lion. 
You know, we, we kind of prefer Jesus maybe gentle and lowly and having this great heart for us. Well, today we find out he has claws and muscles and power, and he has powerful, even violent resources to bring to bear upon a particular problem. Think of this, my Lord as a lion. He starts with this babe in, in a manger, help maybe to help us get used to the idea of him coming to help us. And then we find part of the help is he's going to need teeth and fangs and power and jaw. All right, so he conquers, and there's there's some stuff that has to be knocked down. So who is it that needs to be knocked down, and where is it, and when when does it need to be knocked down? So we're so John's a little confused here, and maybe we still are. We're not really sure of all that. We're not sure of all all the battle lines that Jesus has to has to uh, enact. We're like dependent on the children, and we realize that hey, this is above our 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 pay grade. But we find a, we find out about the lion here, and we find out that he's conquered. So what he's introduced as the conqueror. So what is uh, Jesus's con? What is he conquered? Well, he's conquered death. He's conquered sin. He's conquered the power of sin over us, and he's conquered even life. You know, he's lived a perfect, holy, tempted but uh, pure uh, life. He's suffered. He's loved. Um, you know, he's endured even, you know, the things of humanity. He's been betrayed by friends, disappointed by his family, wounded by his own people. I mean, nobody else has ever done that. Then he conquers creation and miracles. And and then we find that he's worthy to take the scroll and open the seals. And in verse 9, it says, You were slain, and by your blood you ransomed people. So who can ransom people? How can this be done? John weeps because he doesn't see any way that this can happen. So I teach two-year-olds once a week, and this is a very imperfect analogy. Sorry about this. And sometimes they weep loudly because they're hungry. They have, they think they have nothing to eat. They're never going to eat again, and they're they're bereft because of their bodily needs of of hungry. Well, they don't realize that I brought in. Uh, Oreos. Now, Oreos come in stacks. So I have stacks of 25 Oreos. I have the resources to bring to bear upon their particular uh, uh, problem. And I know it's imperfect, but Jesus is saying here, I have stacks of qualifications to meet this problem. I have stacks of things and plenty of the stuff that you people need desperately. It's all in a place you don't see them yet. I, you know, I when I come in, I put this, the Oreos in a place the kids can't see them, so we're not talking about Oreos the whole time. But the Lord says, "I'm going to reveal this now. I'm the stack keeper. I have, I am worthy. I have stacks of Oreos for you, and you just don't know it." I would direct you, and I'll put the link in here uh, today. I would uh, humbly direct you towards a YouTube video where this question is asked and answered in a beautiful musical way. A song called He is Worthy by Andrew Peterson. The video is even cooler. Um, A wonderful depiction of this paragraph in musical form. So uh, go to the link. It'll be a great meditation for you today. In the meantime, the Lord has stacks of Oreos. He is worthy to open this seal. He is worthy to open this scroll. Thanks for listening.